It's all turns and no breaks with your co-hosts, Tam and Renee. NASCAR fans, welcome All Turns No Breaks. This is a podcast for fans, made by fans. All right, this is episode one, show one. This is a 30-minute podcast, and we will literally talk about everything that has to do with NASCAR, the race, other news, uh, drivers, whatnot. This is what this podcast is all about. We're here to have fun. My name is Renee Garcia. I am here with my co-host. Say hello, Tam, please. Hey, guys. All right, good deal. Now, Tam is the co-host, but she is still a woman, so she's probably going to talk a lot more than I will. All right? Of so, course I let's am. go. <laughs> Our first segment here is what we're going to uh, basically just introduce ourselves. I am Renee, been a NASCAR fan not a, a very long time, but it literally took me one NASCAR race to go to an instant fan. Is that pretty much how it happened for you? That is how it happened for me. What was, uh, what was the first race you went to? My Tim? first race was Indianapolis. I was hanging out on what they call Chicken Bone Alley. And I said, why do they call it Chicken Bone Alley? And I was told because they throw chicken bones on the racetrack. And I was hooked ever since. That's it. That's, that's, that's not, mine was Las Vegas. I was at Las Vegas Cobalt. And uh, a friend of ours, uh, a mutual friend of ours, had taken, us, uh, taken me there. And it was absolutely amazing. I had never really uh, been to a NASCAR race. But when I got there at Las Vegas, it was the most amazing experience of sports that I, I have ever encountered. And I was not I was already a fan, but when you actually go to a race, I was even that much more of a fan than I had already been. So it, it, it was amazing, and especially being there in Las Vegas and, and, and the Cobalt and being around all the drivers on the track and all the intimacy that you see, all the media that, that, that they have with these drivers, and then like even just other fans themselves. What an amazing, amazing experience it was, and uh, I was hooked. And from there on, it, it was just an amazing uh, run of, uh, of experiences of going to all these different races and stuff. There are a lot, a lot of other races that I haven't been to. Uh, what would you say your favorite one is? Uh, so far, I enjoyed Talladega, uh-huh. but I think I would have to say Charlotte because... Charlotte is the home track, and there's just a different feel and energy when you're in Charlotte. One thing I think is important to kind of express to people, when you go to a NASCAR race, it is like no other sport, because especially if you have a hot pass, you have access to the drivers. Literally, you can stop the drivers and ask them for an autograph, take photos, although I wouldn't recommend it, but you know the access that you have in NASCAR is just unbelievable. Yeah. You know, I, I still, like I said, have a, a lot to experience as far as uh, a lot of these tracks uh, that I haven't been to yet either. I, I can't wait to go to a lot of these races that I, I really want to. I mean, and I have a whole list of races that I want to go to. I will eventually get there. Don't worry. But uh, all of you fans out there that listen to this podcast, I'm sure you have your favorite experience. I'm sure you have your favorite track. And uh, as this show grows, uh, we're going to get, you know, that, that kind of feedback from you as fans. We want to we wanna know what your favorite track is. We want to know what your, your best awesome experience is uh, or, or who your driver is, who your favorite driver is. Uh, or what driver you'd love to meet, what driver you hate. I know 
I have a driver that I don't really care for. Uh, I, mean, I think everybody has a driver. They and and that's what I love about NASCAR is it's just like any other sport. I mean, everybody has that uh, uh, that one player in basketball that they don't like, that one football player that they can't stand, or that one team you know in baseball that they they really don't care for. This is why we are doing this podcast is because we want to bring well not another uh, venue. Let me let me another perspective. It. Yes, we want to bring another perspective of NASCAR that you uh, don't normally get. Uh, a little background about us, and I'll let Tam speak for herself. <laughs> I am originally from Houston, Texas, by way of San Antonio, and I grew up not around NASCAR, but being in Texas, of course, uh, there uh, is the motor speedway there. I really didn't grow up a NASCAR fan, but, uh, you know, I mean, it was always on TV, just like anything else, but we never really watched it. Of course, we were a big, huge football family, but, I, you know, I just kind of, like I said, grew up into this uh, over the, the, the last five, six years of lately of watching this, enjoying it, and, and now loving it, and uh, and I love talking about it, and it's, it's fun. It is. It's really, Indeed. really fun. How about you? Well, I'm born and raised in Los Angeles, California. There aren't many NASCAR fans in Los Angeles, although we do have a home track, Fontana. Mm -hmm. It's really rare to find a NASCAR fan in Los Angeles. I went to my first race, like I said earlier, which was Indianapolis, and I fell in love. You know, unlike many fans, I will admit I have a lot of access um, to NASCAR. I've interviewed a bunch of drivers. I will post some of my interviews on the website, allturnsnobreaks.com, so you guys make sure to check out the website as well as Instagram and Twitter. I have an amazing collection of photos of all your favorite drivers, whether it be Tony Stewart, who's my favorite driver, or Joey Logano, who most of you guys have learned to hate. So yeah, you know, like I said, you guys just check out the website. My experiences are like, are unlike most fans. Hell, I've had Catfish and Hush puppies with Daryl Waltrip. Most of you guys may have seen me on TMZ with Mikey, Michael Waltrip. I don't want to talk about it, but if you Google or go straight to TMZ.com, type in Donna Summers and you'll find me. Yeah, my experiences are unlike most fans, but I feel as if you don't have to have my experiences to be a fan. All you have to do is go to the track one time and you'll fall in love with NASCAR. That is absolutely true, and that is, uh, and that's another reason why we are doing this podcast because we want you as fans to listen to us. And by no means are we experts at NASCAR in the sense of I've never personally driven a NASCAR. But uh, I have. I, I know you have, right? Yes. And, uh, and I've gone we'll, to pit school, right? And we'll get we'll get to that in just a moment. But um, I mean, other than driving my car really fast and getting a bunch of tickets uh, on these freeways out here in Los Angeles, <laughs> I have. I've never personally driven a uh, a car on a on a road like that. I mean, but we are doing this podcast uh, because we enjoy talking about it just as much as any other fans do, and we're passionate about the sport. And by no means, this podcast is not here to make fun of the sport, make fun of drivers, make fun of the fans at all. Uh, we are just as uh, NASCAR fans as you are, uh, list the listener that's listening to this podcast. So please don't you know mistake that. So we are we are just as much as fans as anybody else uh, and as the next person of NASCAR. Okay, so with that being said, Tam, let's let's go into a recap of this past weekend's race. 
one of the all-time favorites is Kansas. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, obviously Kyle Busch wins this race. What, what, are your, what are your thoughts there on that? Well, I mean, let's just go straight to the accident. Let's not beat around the bush. We all know Kyle Busch wins, wins, wins. That's what he does. Although this was his first time actually winning at Kansas. Right. I feel like the hype and everything about the race was about the accident. Yeah. And for you guys that didn't see the race, which I'm sure all of you have, or at least seen the replay by now, Hamlin, Denny Hamlin, the number 11, took the track three wide. Mm -hmm. He split in between Brad Keselowski and Kyle Larson. And what happened after that was just pure mayhem. Right, and I think the beginning of all of that was not so much that Hamlin was trying to thread that needle, but the twenty-two. And he was trying to. Well, thread he was the trying needle. to thread like, the needle. Let's he just was. Keep it real. He was. He was trying to thread. Yeah, yeah, he was, and uh, and I totally get that. I don't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, I, I had to go back and actually look at that, uh, and I'm glad that this is why I'm glad that the, the the replays are over and over and over again. But then you know you, when you see the twenty-two back there, and he and he bumps him. Uh, well, you know, he bumps Kyle well, Larson. Well, right, he bumps Kyle Larson, and, and I don't even think it was Hamlin's fault at all. I think it might have been the 22 bumping the 42. You know, Renee, that's just like blaming it on the bad air. You, you know what? That's true. Um, <laughs> I mean, because some people said it was the bad air. I, now, I Joey know. Logano haters would probably blame that on Joey Logano, but, uh, and, and there probably is a lot of Joey Logano haters, but, uh, you know, I mean... The, the 22 bump in the 42 didn't help. Let me put it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I'm not a Joey Logano hater. I actually really uh, uh, like Joey Logano. So and, you like uh, sliced bread? Yeah, I actually okay. do. I do like sliced bread. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, you know, uh, he's tooted as the best thing since sliced bread at one point in his career. I mean, he's won, but do you ever think he's going to win terms of you know winning the championship you know what he's come he's we're talking we're talking about Logano still right yeah you know what he came really close and I actually picked him last year to possibly win that he only missed it by a little bit you know so it wasn't like he was far off but and I know a lot of people looking at Logano and Kislowski and that whole well are you speaking of the drama that is always with yes, Logano. Yes, yes, I mean, yes. Brad it just seems to follow team, Spen- team Penske, like, yeah. you know, uh, but, I mean, I think that that's who they are. I think that's I think that's who Logano and Keselowski are. They're young drivers, and I've said this before. It's like, I don't know if they're just driving because they feel like they have something to prove or they're just trying to take the sport somewhere that maybe it hasn't been. And I know they're not likable, maybe, you know what I mean, because okay. of that. So do you think maybe it's their background? Because when you look at like a Dell Jr., you know, a Tony Stewart, they're racers. They were born and bred racers. Not yeah. saying that Joey and Brad aren't, but there's a different background. Right. You know, I mean, I think Tony kind of summed it up. Was that last year or year before last when he had his little words uh, for last year. Joey, Joey yeah. yeah. And it seems like Joey's always at the center of drama. Because even in Talladega, week before last, when he ran Matt Kenseth off the track. Yeah. And Matt had a lot of... And I'm, I'm not a curse, even, so excuse me, he had a lot of shit to say. <laughs> yeah, and I don't even think Kenseth is, is over that, really. Uh, no, he is. Uh, I mean... Well, yeah, I mean, you don't even think that there's a possible little burn there that just, you know, every time that Tag- Talladega comes up, you know what I mean? Um, 
You think he's really, really honestly forgotten about it? It's possible. I don't know. I mean, that, that's... Nobody know. forgets about Joey. I mean, let's face it. And let's not forget, Joey sent Hamlin to the hospital a couple of years ago. Remember when Hamlin yeah. had all the drama with his back? Oh, that's you know? right. Yes. Who was that who sought Joey? Oh. Um, it was like two years ago. So, so Joey always has <laughs> drama. Yeah. You know, I mean, not that there aren't fights in NASCAR, but it seems that people want to box with Joey. Yeah. I, I, I do think it was unfortunate that Larson got a little caught up into that. Yeah. He was actually having a really good race. I don't think he would have won the race, but I think he would have had another top 10 finish at least uh, because he seemed like he was uh, really, really having a good race. So uh, I, I, I kind of felt bad for the kid. And he's, and he's even having a great year, you know, coming off his rookie season. Yes. We'll get to that later, but so, uh, but I, I I just didn't think that Hammond you know needed to be credited with you know being causing an accident. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So let me ask you this: Overall, do you think Kansas was exciting? Because you know that's a big issue now with fans. It's like you know Talladega. We saw. I mean, I was there. I was on the track. I can tell you when Danica hit and she jumped out the car. All the pit crew guys were like, "What has happened?" You know, but the fans were like, yeah, you know, it's like you want to see the accidents, but then you are concerned about driver safety. But it's almost as if when there aren't any accidents, the races are boring to some, not to all. Right. You know, but then you have tracks where it's like you don't have to have any accidents, Mm -hmm. but the races are good. So overall, do you think Kansas was blah? You know, did you take a nap? I did take a nap. Okay. (laughs) I did take a nap. I'm not going to lie. I did take a nap, but... uh, I think it was, for me, it, it was just an average race until a Hamlin accident happened. Okay. Then I, I watched it, obviously, I, I, I didn't move away from the TV after that. I guess overall, yeah, maybe it wasn't the most exciting race I've ever seen. Uh, I wasn't, you know, my, my NASCAR juices weren't like, you know, literally like <laughs> oozing out of my skin. But um, uh, up until that accident, yeah, it was, I mean, it was pretty just another average race. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know if you felt that way, but. So while we're talking about Kansas, let's talk about Martin Truex Jr. Okay. It's amazing that he actually sat on the pole. I think it was his first time sitting on the pole in mm-hmm. a couple of years. He led some laughs. It was looking great, and just like always, bad luck struck. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know what it is about Martin Truex when it comes to his luck yes. at, at this specific track. But um, well, his luck in general. Yeah, that's true. And uh, and he he made a he made a comment during the race, which was kind of funny but true because he was like, I don't know what the racing gods have against me at this track. But you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of um, uh, a year ago when Harvick uh, was it a year ago or the year before Harvick had. Just he kept coming in second. He kept coming in second, or he would come in third, or he would like he was there, like he was going to win this race, and he never did. But up until he made the chase, and then when it mattered, he won. You know, and I'm and I'm and I'm I'm hoping that maybe Martin Truex Jr. could maybe have a little bit of this luck, like like Harvick did. You know what I mean? Like you know, and maybe the races aren't going his way uh, right now, but when it counts. You never know. I mean, that that's what's that's what's great about you know uh, NASCAR. Anything can happen. You know, uh, all it takes is uh, a caution, if anything. You know what I mean? Well, like he said, the racing gods. Yeah, exactly. So, did you hear what Danica had to say? Yes, I did. 
Yeah. What do you think? Um, okay. And, and, and for you guys that didn't hear, Renee, share what right. she and had if to say. It, the, for, for you who didn't hear it, uh, I'll go over what she said. But uh, during the race at one point, she had a, uh, she started the sentence off with an expletive, obviously. She was upset. <laughs> uh, if you're going to start off any sentence with an expletive. And, and she was talking about the number 78. And she, she says, I quote, he sucks. I just hate racing around him, unquote. And she's talking about the 78, Martin, uh, Martin Trix Jr. And can we all <laughs> say this together? Really, Danica? Really? <laughs> I'm sure, what, what is it, how many drivers? At least 30 of the drivers on the track, maybe even 39, feel the same way about you, yeah, about you know, her. And I don't want to... I'm not saying I'm a Danica hater. Right, right, right. But I'm just saying... <laughs> Should I co-sign on the King Richard Patty? Yeah. No, I'm not even going to go there. No, you don't have to go there, but I okay. think most people would already have gone there. Uh, and I don't want to sound like a Danica hater, and I don't want to personally sound like a male, chauvin- uh, a male chauvinist, but, uh, you know, Danica shouldn't <laughs> say that about any driver on the, the, the racetrack. You know, it's uh, it's it's funny because I, I, I know she's she gets passionate, she's... She is a driver too. Well, hell, she's a better driver than I am. I mean, I, she can drive that car faster than I could. I mean, you know, so I'll give her that. As, it, when it comes to the sport itself, let's be honest. What has she done? You know, it's like she okay. She's on the pole. I, yeah, well, I'll give her that. Like I said, but uh, I mean, but when you come out and say that about you know a driver like Martin Truex Jr., uh, I mean, okay, we can you know talk what I'm about saying? Yeah, all day. I let's know. move we, on. We to- could. <laughs> We can sit here and talk about this all day. Let's move on <laughs> to talk about another driver who's a rookie who I had the pleasure of interviewing, and I'll put that on the website. Make sure you guys check it out, allturnsnobreaks.com. And let's talk about Chase Elliott, who sat on the pole earlier this year. A very promising career ahead of him. Mm-hmm. A lot of pressure sitting in for Jeff Gordon or taking over for Jeff Gordon. Do you think he'll win a race this year? You know what? I would not be surprised if he did win a race, but do I think he's going to win a away win a race this year? I'm not sure. I'm not very confident. Oh. Uh, seeing this, uh, and don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on this kid. Uh, I love this kid. This kid is really, really good. Especially uh, like you said, with all the pressure that he ha- that he has on him driving Jeff Gordon's car. Like I said, he's got a lot of top ten finishes this year. You know, uh, I think he's got like seven, if I'm not mistaken. But and, and for a lot of pressure of doing that, of not just being coming off his rookie year, driving uh, Jeff Gordon's twenty four. I think he's doing fantastic. I just don't know if he's actually going to win a race because if you look at how everybody else is racing, Kyle Busch is racing like out of his mind Mm -hmm. this year, reminding me of how uh, we were watching Jimmy Johnson race a couple of years ago. I mean, Kyle Busch is literally like in a different atmosphere right now. And, and I think it's amazing. Don't get me wrong. And uh, and there's even people out there who don't, I know who don't like Kyle Busch. Uh, you know what you I mean? think? Hello? Yeah. But this guy is like, I don't care. I'm going to continue to win this, the, these races. But, but but going back to Chase Elliott, I think, he's doing, I think he's doing great. I mean, this kid is doing really, really good. I just don't know if he'll win a race this year. I just don't know. Okay. So we'll talk about this a little later if he's going to be Rookie of the Year. But let's talk about Kyle Larson, who okay. obviously was involved in the accident this past weekend at Kansas. It seems like last year he was gunning. 
Yeah. This year, it just seems like it's bad things on top of bad things. Do you think he's going to win a race? I definitely don't think Kyle Larson will well, win a race. I'm, I'm shocked to hear that. Uh, yeah, I I would say I would I would if I was a betting guy, I'd bet on Chase Elliott winning a race more than I would Kyle Larson. I know that sounds completely crazy and retarded, probably to a um, uh, n- not just obviously Tam, but uh, to yeah, a, maybe anybody else that's can listening. Can you say out there. Hendrick Motors? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But I think this. Uh, I think Larson is just uh, falling into one of these things where, like uh, any other race car driver in general, like there, there's just something about the the year of racing that it just it, it's just it's just not going my way and it's not happening. You know, okay. I mean, we can even make a point going back to uh, Martin Truex. Yes, it's just uh, you know uh, there's there's something that's not going right. Uh, whether it's my car, whether it's you know, my racing team, uh, whether it's just accidents, uh, you know, just bad luck. Okay, so hold that thought okay. because it seems like we have a reoccurring theme with bad luck, not going my way. And that makes me think of my man, Clint Boyer. Okay. I don't know what happened. He was like Mr. Five Hour Energy. Yeah. Still has the same personality, although I feel like NASCAR has muffled him. Since what was that two years ago when it was the whole drama oh, with yeah, him yeah. causing the accident, you know, leading up to yeah, the chase, yeah, try, uh, tra- trying court, to get Jeff Gordon into the the chase and stuff. Uh, is well, that, I don't that, think he was that, trying to get Jeff in, but well, maybe not. But yeah, uh, I but think Jeff that ended up being, being in there because right, NASCAR yeah. made an exception. I don't know. What do you think? You think Clint will bounce back next year when he's racing for Stuart House? Or? Um, you know what? I think he will. I think uh, this is one of those things where. Yeah, you know how like um, in football or basketball, mm-hmm. you know where that one player just he, he just needs to revamp his career. Yes. And sometimes if he goes to another team, there's something about him changing a location or changing to another team just kind of like revamps his career somehow. Okay. I think that that is what Clint Boyer needs. He he's that he's that basketball player that just needs to be so traded he's to another Dwight team. Or, yes, exactly. I don't know. Well, well I take I no. I don't want to say he's Dwight Howard. End but, up well. <laughs> because I don't think anything's going to help Dwight Howard. But uh, right. but I think Clint Boyer is just like one of those players uh, and, and just one of the uh, um, uh, one of those racers who just you know he just needs a change. He just needs okay. a change and, and and to revamp his career. You know so what I mean? So here's the million dollar question. Do you think his personality is going to work well with Kurt Busch, Danica Patrick, and Kevin Harvick? Hmm. Well, because they're going to be a team. Um, well, that's I true. I wonder if he'll join Coca Cola now. Oh, man. I don't know, because Five Hour Energy, Coca Cola. Coca Cola. That's, that's going to mix. But nonetheless, so do you think he's going to fit in? Well, with I a mean, new team? I think he'll fit in. Will he fit in with all the drivers? I don't know, but um, I think it's just one of those things where you can kind of go, well, okay, this is either going to go really good or it could go really bad. Yeah, I don't, I'll be honest with you, I don't think there's going to be a medium. Um, You know what I mean? It's either going to, it's either going to be really good or really bad. Uh, I mean, that's my opinion. Uh, I don't know what. Are you kind of thinking I don't know, the same thing? I, I love Clint. He has a great personality. I feel like NASCAR needs more personality like him. Whatever. Do you remember remember that incident that happened earlier this year where it was uh, two teammates going against each other? And, and uh, who was that? He bumped him so he could win the race. Was that Kyle Busch? Oh, I remember, uh, but I can't recall. It was recall. Kyle Busch in... Um, 
Yeah, he bumped his teammate, and then he ended up winning the race. I can't remember who it was. All right, you know, we'll forget about that. Yeah. We'll, so we'll scratch. Since that. we're speaking of that team, let's talk about team owner. Okay. Current driver who's about to retire. Okay. My boyfriend in my head. Mm-hmm. Ladies love smoke. I think it's women of a certain age love smoke. Okay. Although when I was in Talladega, he has a girlfriend. So I guess he moved his pig out the bed for his girlfriend. <laughs> You, you saw that, right, on Periscope yeah. when he had the pig in the bed. Right, right. I was like, okay, I don't know about that. So, Tony, I think he came in 12th in Kansas. Yeah. He was looking like the old smoke. He led a couple of laps in Kansas. Yeah, he did. Um, I don't know, though. Do you think he's going to win a race on his farewell tour? Okay, and uh, for those of you, obviously, uh we are talking about now Tony Stewart. He obviously is um, driving his last year. Uh, he's going to retire at the end of this year. So this is his farewell um, farewell tour. Yeah, that's one of those words. You're like, oh. uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, um, I am pulling for this guy to win a race. And with all the things that have happened, not just on the track, um, specifically off the track, and I know that there's um, a lot of mixed feelings about you know him, regardless of this was his farewell tour or not. I, I'm personally hoping that he wins a race this year. I am yes. pulling for him to win a race this year. I think mentally he's focused. I think mentally he understands, um, you know, uh, what what his, is surrounding his career and all the other stuff going on. But I think I, I think he's focused, and 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 I think you even saw that uh, in in the in how he raced this past race in Kansas. He was racing a very good race. I think he will win a race. Okay. And I think he will make the chase this year. Um, if he makes the chase, I'm going to Vegas for Champions Week. I you, didn't go last there you year. Go. And just so you guys know, um, I think I've been to Champions Week in Las Vegas three years in a row. Last year, I opted not to go because, honestly, it's just cold in Las Vegas. Yeah, it is. December. Surprisingly, right? <laughs> um, Renee and I had the pleasure a couple of years ago, a good friend of ours, he wrote the NASCAR awards. Mm-hmm. So we got a chance to hang out with, you know, some celebrities. Right. I think that was we're fun. celebrities. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, why not? Yeah. Well, I, I consider ourselves okay. celebrities. I, I'll, I'll put myself on that pedestal. Yeah. So <laughs> if Smoke goes to, or if he makes it to the chase, mm-hmm. I will be in Vegas. Renee and I will be in yeah, Vegas. Yeah, we for will. Sure. And you know what? I think Tony, I think I think he, he needs this, you know? Mm-hmm. I, and I think he wants this. And, uh, and, and what a better way to go out than... Uh, not necessarily winning the entire chase, but just making it there. You know, I, I think that's that's just something that you want to go out on. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just a, a good note, a good feel a story. And I, 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 I'm pulling for Tony. Yeah. I really, really am. What? And I know there's probably people that probably aren't, but you know what? That's, that's yeah, he, exactly. He, you know, aside from being a champion, he's done a lot for the sport. He's entertaining. Again, like Renee said, regardless of what you think about those incidents that we won't comment yeah. on, he, he's he's a good racer. On that note, I do want to talk a little bit about Jeff Gordon and DW. Okay. Um, do you think it's drama in the booth? Um, I think I think it might just be Jeff 
still in a uh, very NASCAR driver mode. Okay. I think do you that think has he's good a in lot. the booth? Let's start with that. I, you know what? I do. I do actually think he's good in the booth. I think, I, you know, I, I think he brings a little bit of uh, new, new, newness of coming okay. off the track. Now, are you just saying that DW is old school thinking? And Jeff Gordon is new school? Yes, exactly. It's okay. it's almost kind of like how I hear, if I can make this analogy, it's like hearing Charles Barkley Ooh. comment on basketball now, you know what I mean? And then when they have... So uh, are you referring uh, to when he just said you got to take that guy out last week? Yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> and and I, I don't think it's a Barkley hating on a specific player or the game itself I think he's got an old school mentality and I think that's what DW has DW is just looking at it from just an old school driver's point of view but still giving a updated version of it because I think DW I think he has like uh, uh, adjusted to how the the race has changed I mean you okay. have to this the sports have to change they have to evolve and I totally get that and I think DW has evolved and changed with the sport. I think just Jeff coming off the track, literally coming right into the booth, is just kind of having a weird mix, if that makes any sense. Okay, my opinion. Respect Jeff Gordon. Love DW. Mm-hmm. Personality, mm, I do respect his knowledge, mm-hmm. and I think he's very knowledgeable. But I think it's one of those situations where... You know, you have a house party, and there's one guy putting back a bunch of beers, and there's one guy who's asking for wine. Yeah. That is the difference. Okay. You know, so. That, you know what? But, that, that that totally makes sense. I like that. I'll, yeah. I'll go with that. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. definitely Now, do true. I think there was drama? I think there was drama. <laughs> you know? I, but I think it's resolved. I enjoy them, I think. Mm-hmm. But I enjoy DW and Mikey. Yeah. If those two were together, and although I know most of you guys out there hate Mikey, I don't understand why he's funny. Do you see him on the grid each week? Yeah. Okay. He is, he is pretty entertaining. More? Yeah. And he called me Donna Summers. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> That's right. That's right. He yeah. did. <laughs> so, you know, since we're talking about controversy, let's talk about that Earnhardt lady. Okay. What do you think? You and, and for those of you who don't know the story, Tam, g- g- uh, tell tell the listeners exactly like what what oh, exactly. So has basically, Earnhardt Senior's ex-wife, she wants all the money. Just kidding. She basically is trying to block uh, Earnhardt, you know, by birth from using a name. Most people think it's unfair. Others just think it's greed. What do, what do you think? I think this is just uh, uh, my business? personal opinion. I, I don't think it's business at all. I okay. think this is just a, a pure thing of uh, one word. It's called greed on her part, uh, and um, it's it's uh, it's sad. I think Dale Earnhardt Sr. would be turning in his in his grave if he even knew that this was going on. And this this, this is just a terrible story, and, and it's a terrible thing that's happening right now with this family. And and I'm I'm glad it's not making huge headlines, but uh, in the NASCAR. world, world it is huge uh, yes. because of of who Dale Earnhardt senior was what he stood for yes he was the intimidator yes he was a hell of a race car driver he was such a gentleman off uh, off that race track and and I'm not saying this on a personal note because I knew the guy but Every race car driver said that about him. Don't take my word for it. Take every other driver's word for it because they, they, they knew who he was off the track. And this is just a sad thing that this is happening with that family. Yes. 
Well, um, I'm going to leave it at that okay. because I feel as if you spoke for both of us. Yeah. All right. Okay. Good deal. Perfect. I mean, and, and if you don't know. I don't mess around. I go straight to the point. See okay. there? That's how well, we do it. Well, you went to the point and <laughs> what, what was uh, Junior's sister quote? Uh, oh, she I went know. to I the point too and she just basically yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that. kept it 100. She said, paraphrasing at this point, okay. they were born with the name. Yeah. Okay. That's right. You know? Yeah. Okay. It's time for Tam and Renee's Race Predictions. Here we go. Predictions, predictions, predictions. Uh, next week, Dover. Who do you like? Kevin Harvick. Do you really? I think so. <laughs> All right. That just kind of rolled off my tongue. Okay. Well, uh, me personally, just because of uh, the way he's racing, I would not be surprised if Kyle Busch wins oh, again. And I know... Is your name you Samantha? I'm telling you. I know, <laughs> I know people don't want to hear that, but the way this guy is driving... Uh, however, my dark horse... Just because based on his history there, and he's due, don't be surprised if Jimmy Johnson comes out a winner in that oh, one. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Six Time. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And uh, it could be number seven. So uh, as far as Cup Series yeah, this year. this is our first podcast, so we have to give you our predictions right. for the season. Who you got? I don't want to say Dale Jr. because I feel cliche, but if Dale does not win, it's like, what is the problem? Right, exactly. Yeah, I think Dale is his time. I thought that last year. But then Kyle Busch came. Yeah, so, that's true, too. And the year before, it was Kevin Harvick. And the year before, it was Brad Keselowski. Mm-hmm. And the year before that was Jimmy Johnson. You know what? I'll be honest with you. And just based okay. on what you just said, I don't know why. And uh, maybe this is just my feeling right now. And I know he hasn't won a lot of races this year. Uh, but he keeps coming in second all the time, just like he did the year that he won it. Oh, I, I, I can see Kevin Harvick winning this again. Okay. Yeah, I can. I I know that sounds crazy, but right now I, I, that's the way I feel, and I just that's just the way I see it. Okay, okay, so we're on record with Kevin Harvick yep. and Dale Jr. Yeah. Although I feel like I need a can I can I have a second a, choice? A dark horse? Yeah, go for it. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think I would say Kevin Harvick. <laughs> okay. Because as, as it was racing in my mind, I was there you like, go. Yeah, I don't want to say Kyle Busch. Not that I'm a Kevin Kyle Harvick. Bush it is. Uh, okay. All right. So. Last prediction, rookie of the year. I've been correct in the last couple of years. I've okay. been fortunate to interview the last Thunderbolt oh. rookie of the year. Okay. I've already interviewed Chase. I do like Blaney, but I have to go with Chase. Chase Elliott. What okay. do you think? Okay, that makes two. Chase Elliott. Okay. He is uh, by far the one that I think was gonna is going to take it again. He's just having a really good year this year. I think he's doing some really good racing. And um, I just don't see any other rookie. He, and like you said, other than Blaney, I just don't see any other rookie even close to uh, what this kid is doing. Okay. Uh, and it's amazing. With that, let's wrap this up. And uh, you know what? Like I said, this is a NASCAR podcast for fans, uh, created by fans, which Tam and I are NASCAR fans. And uh, we also do other things as well. You can find us on our social media. Please do that. You can find me on every social media outlet. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And my uh, handles are all the same, at It's Renee Garcia, at I-T-S, my name, Renee Garcia. How about yourself, Tim? I can be found on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, because I like to snap. Yeah. But I don't do that face thing. Right. But I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and I love Pinterest. I like to pin travel stories. My handle is I am sincerely Tam. Mm. 
And for some reason, people How can't pretty. spell sincerely. That's S I N C E R E L Y Tam T A M. And make sure you guys go to the website. The website for All Turns No Breaks is allturnsnobreaks.com. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and everything else. Our handle is turns no breaks and if you're wondering why it's not all turns no breaks it's because you can only have 15 characters that is correct so we had to take the all out exactly but all of you join us next week but each <laughs> week we'll have a fan exactly yeah and we and have we- some special guests lined up for you guys um, that are a little bit more, not that we're not credible, but no, we but, have some uh, real, yeah, like... We got some real experts that will yeah, be on the show. Yeah, some real experts. Uh, so we're definitely going to try to get uh, a little bit more for you guys. And uh, please uh, continue to listen to our podcast. Uh, and like Tam said, we're going to, uh, this thing is just going to grow and grow and grow. Uh, and we hope that you keep listening to All Turns, No Breaks. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. And thank you so much. And for Tam and I, And make goodbye. sure to tell a friend. Thanks so much for tuning in with Tam and Renee.